Welcome to the Love Life Podcast, episode number 25, Top 30 Ways to Have Peace of Mind. It's January 17th, 2021. I'm your host, Lisa Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, and podcaster. What I do is I help people be well-loved, happy, and healthy, even when life is very difficult. As my disclaimer, this podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any way, and my music is by Howie Moscovich. Top 30 ways to have peace of mind. Well, we're in a time when depression, anxiety, fear, sadness, loneliness, isolation, anger, resentment, and other negative emotions are ruling the day and running the show. So to me, it makes sense to talk about peace of mind and how you can have more peace of mind in your life, because why not? So here's some interesting things. Peace of mind has been discussed as a concept since the beginning of humanity, like the earliest times of of human life. And I want to start with a quote or two. This one is from Marcus Aurelius, who was a Roman emperor and philosopher from 121 AD to 180 AD. And just listen to this. Quote, Whoever values peace of mind and the health of the soul will live the best of all possible lives. So I think that's amazing. And here's one from St. Francis de Sales. Quote, Never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. Do not lose your inner peace for anything whatsoever, even if your whole world seems upset. End quote. So I think that you can have peace of mind during a pandemic, although you might be kind of questioning my logic or my rational thinking right now, but I'm going to walk you through the process as quick as you can. So here's what I'm going to cover. I'm going to give you a very tiny, brief framework for peace of mind, then I'm just going to dive right into the top 30 ways you can have peace of mind, some takeaways, and then a call to action. And... Per my usual, I start out my podcast with a shameless plug to visit my website where you can win copies of my book and cool prizes through July 2021. And quite frankly, it'll probably go on longer than that because I'm really enjoying it. Giving away free stuff is very cool. Next, you need to understand that I am not a medical health professional or therapist in any way, shape, or form, and nothing I say in my podcast or on my blog posts or my YouTube videos or my book is designed to be construed as medical or therapy advice in any way. You should always get your medical or therapy advice from a licensed professional. Next, if you are suicidal, I am asking you personally and I'm begging you personally because I'm not above begging. (laughs) Uh, to please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. I'm asking you to call someone. I'm asking you, if you put it on social media, do that. 
I'm asking you to get in action and tell someone because there actually is help available and people will help you. So now let's talk about briefly about the framework of peace of mind. So what was interesting to me is that there wasn't a lot of research, in my opinion, on peace of mind like I expected. So we're going to define peace of mind as something that gives you, if, if something gives you peace of mind, it basically stops you from worrying about a particular problem or difficulty. Another definition of peace of mind is the absence of stress or mental anxiety. Also a feeling of calm or not being worried and a feeling of being safe or protected. So I'm going to give you a couple other definitions because here's kind of how I put this podcast together. So I'm like one of the one of my traits is peace of mind even when life is extremely bad and very difficult. And uh, so I put together this top 30 ways to have peace of mind and then I broke them down uh, as to whether it's a skill, whether it's a trait, whether it's a habit. So I want to give you a couple definitions so we're all on the same page. When I say something is a trait, I mean it's a distinguishing quality or characteristic, typically belonging to a person. So the synonyms for trait are characteristic, attribute, or feature. A skill is defined as the ability to do something well or expertise. Belief, I'm going to be talking about beliefs. Belief is trust or faith or confidence in someone or something or an acceptance that a statement is true or something exists. And lastly, for the definitions to get everybody on the same page, is habit. And that is defined as a settled or regular tendency or practice especially one that is hard to give up. And I want you to note that the word practice is in the definition of habit, which means I'm sometimes redundant when I say habits or practices, but okay, I can be redundant. So it was very fascinating to me that there just didn't seem to be this volume of research. So what I did, given that I couldn't really find, I, I went looking for you know, a list of components of peace of mind or some kind of research-based information to give you on peace of mind. And I have to say, it was, to me, very absent com compared to other topics like depression, anxiety, and other issues. So I'm defining peace of mind as a combination of habits or practices, attitudes and beliefs, skills and processes that you employ on an ongoing basis to bring harmony and happiness into your life. So let me say that again. So it's skills, habits or practices, attitudes and beliefs, traits and processes. So in my opinion, how much peace of mind you have in your life on any given day is going to be contingent upon how you live your life. Now, I recognize that the things that I recommend in my podcast, on my blog posts and YouTube videos are not necessarily the things you're used to doing. I've coached enough people to know, I mean, I've coached enough people to know that, you know, oftentimes what I recommend to people that I'm working with is like, what? Mm -hmm.
like you you do that you want me to do that really you know like it's it's this kind of phenomenon where people are like wow like and people who know me really well know I do all these things I I'm not recommending things to you that I don't do myself so peace of mind then is going to be based on how you live your life and intentional actions it's a lot like happiness you know we live in a world where people people don't know how to be happy and they live like happiness will settle upon them someday when they have the right job or the right amount of money in the bank or the right house or car or boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife or they have kids or you know like happiness will will come upon them someday instead of learning the skills to be happy right now. So before we, we move off and I get right into the 30 ways to have peace of mind, I did think uh, I wanted to share two quotes from Norman Vincent Peale. Now, you might not know who he is, but he was um, the author of the book called The Power of Positive Thinking, which I have to, true confessions here, I have never read that book. I have recommended that book to many, many people over many, many decades, but I've never read it myself because I'm positive. I'm an optimist. Why would I read a book about something I already am? Like, I don't know. No, I don't usually read books about things that I already have as a trait or an attitude and belief. But here's one of the quotes from Norman Vincent Peale. By the way, if you're a negative thinker, I highly recommend that book. And here's the quote from Norman Vincent Peale. Quote, the life of inner peace, being harmonious and without stress, is the easiest type of existence, end quote. Well, of course, if your life was peaceful, that would be easy. And of course, I'm, if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, I am a fan of easy. Life is already hard. Even without a pandemic, life was hard. And this is the second quote from Norman Vincent Peale. Quote, you can have peace of mind, improved health, and an ever-increasing flow of energy. Life can be full of joy and satisfaction, end quote. Well, I'm a fan of that. That's pretty much what I do and what I've been saying. So I was a little kind of tickled and happy to see that quote from um, Mr. Peel. I think it was actually Dr. Peel. So here's the top 30 ways. So number one, and by the way, if you are listening to this podcast and you don't have some or all of these skills or habits or practices or traits or beliefs or, or whatever, don't start beating yourself up. Just go, oh, well, there's something I could learn. Oh, that might be fun. Like, listen to this podcast instead of comparing yourself and going, oh, that's something else I have to do, or oh, no, that's more for me. No, how about you listen to podcasts like, yes. I want to have peace of mind. I'm tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of not having any energy. I'm tired of being depressed or anxious or whatever you are. How about you listen to this podcast from that point of view and be excited or interested or curious about, hmm, yes, I think it's time for me to change some of the things I do so I can have more happiness and peace of mind. So that's my recommendation. All right, number one, self-awareness. Self-awareness is a skill or a trait that is developed over time. It's part of emotional intelligence, and it's sadly lacking in the world, sadly lacking in society. Too many people don't have that. But when you have it, so I have two podcasts on, actually three, but two on emotional intelligence, 
And then a, a third one, which is really dealing with fears and being afraid. Those all three. So there's three podcasts that will help you grow your emotional skills to be a superpower. But self-awareness is the first step in emotional intelligence. And, and so when you have emotional, when you have self-awareness under the, the umbrella of emotional intelligence, you know who you are. And when you know who you are, you also happen to know what you're committed to. You know your values. You, you know what you're up to. And when you know yourself, guess what happens? Well, when people project, which happens all the time, in my opinion, out in the world, then you don't buy into that because you know that's not who you are. You know that that's not your stuff. And you're grounded in the truth and you're grounded in reality if you've done the work on self-awareness. And that is going to give you an enormous amount of peace of mind. It's enormous. It's, it's very freeing. And I highly recommend self-awareness for that reason. And you can grow it if you don't have self-awareness. Number two, character and integrity. This is a trait. And it's a trait that, in my opinion, is magical. It's critical. It's very freeing, and it always leaves you. If you're a person who keeps your promises, that's what we're really referring to with integrity. If you keep your promises and you do what you're going to say, you're going to be known as trustworthy, but this gives you a clean conscience. You're not agitating and cogitating over, oh, I said I'd do that, or oh, I was supposed to be here, or oh, I was, you know, like you don't have those thoughts because your slate is clean. And it is amazing in terms of peace of mind. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, lots of people make promises or commitments and then they don't keep them and then they don't clean them up. And what's going on in their mind? Oh, you said you would do blah, 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 or blah, blah. You know, like you have all that stuff going on. No, you want peace of mind? Peace of mind. We're talking about your mind. So you want to clear your mind and bring character and integrity into your life. And if you don't have it, you can develop it. So next up is be up to something. Now I have this category says it could be a trait or a habit and there's some skills involved, but that means like have a life plan or know your purpose or have a vision or have some goals or create a bucket list. I don't care what it is of those you pick you know, plan, a purpose, a vision, bucket, bucket list, or goals. But that's going to give you a purpose. That's going to help you with building resilience. And it's definitely going to provide clarity in your mind. You want peace of mind. Helping your mind be clear is going to help you have peace of mind. And I'm extremely sensitive to the fact that this is not how most people live their lives. They don't, but that doesn't mean you have to do that. You could, you can do live your life however you want. And I'm suggesting to you very strongly, I might add, you want to be up to something, you know, set some little goals or bucket list or something to look forward to and make this then a habit that becomes ingrained. So it's a way of life because the peace of mind is just amazing. Number four, self-care and self-compassion. That is both a habit and a skill, and it's inherent that when you take care of your body, that's your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul, your environment, 
and you, and you know inherently that that's the right thing to do. Everybody knows that. And when you're doing the right thing, it feels better. And when you're doing the right thing, you have peace of mind. There's no like, oh, you shouldn't be drinking that two liter bottle of sugar-filled soda. Like, no, you don't have that if you're, if you're taking care of yourself. And I have a whole podcast on self-care and self-compassion. And that podcast will help you. But when you start taking care of yourself, and by the way, taming your inner critic, that's the little thoughts or, you know, chatter or noise in your head that's usually negative, it's highly negative, that says bad things about you. And here's the thing. You know deep down that you're a good person. Now, if you're not a good person, knock it off. Go look at my other content. Get, get the character and integrity in life. But you know that some of that stuff that you hear in your mind and your thoughts are not true. So it doesn't feel good. So taming your inner critic and working on self-compassion or self-care is really going to go a long way to not only help you feel better, but it's definitely going to provide you with peace of mind. Another, number five, understanding your emotions in a way that they are a superpower. I have that listed as a skill or a trait. So in the beginning, it's a skill you're learning and then hopefully you really adopt it and it becomes a trait. It becomes part of who you are. So unfortunately and sadly, emotional intelligence, which is what this cat falls under, is not um, very predominant in society. So when you learn to use your and understand that your emotions are actually a superpower, you can start to get peace of mind because you start to get control back in your life. Anything that you do that increases your own control over your life helps you not only feel better, but it helps you have peace of mind. So understanding that your emotions are a superpower and then getting in underneath that so you have that peace of mind, that's really powerful like really powerful because of course you want to be in the driver's seat of life, right? Where are people mostly not in the driver's seat with their emotions? Their emotions control the show. They're at the whim of their emotions and that doesn't give you peace of mind. Okay. Number six, healing old wounds. I have this down as a process and healing old wounds is something that will definitely give you peace of mind because it helps you get complete with the past. It also helps you open the door for new things. You don't want to be walking around in life carrying around baggage and having things happen because you have because you're wounded. No, you want to be well loved and happy and healthy in life. So healing old wounds, which is a process, can really bring you a great amount of peace of mind. Number seven, giving it your best shot everything all the time. So that's a trait or an attitude and how, how I, how I, what I mean by that is, you know, do your best work, do your best work all the time and everything. Why not? You know, if, if it's not worth giving it your best shot, then what are you doing? Why do it? Well, some things you might want to do not your best shot, but for the most part, the general rule is to give it your best. Why? Because then you don't live a life of regret. 
You don't want to be walking around in life with regrets. Oh, I wonder what would have happened if I had blah, blah, blah. Or I wonder what, you know, could have become of this or that. You want to give life, give it your best. Because that's going to give you peace of mind. I'm serious. All right. Number eight, being able to admit that you were wrong and made a mistake. I've listed that as a trait or a skill. I think it starts out as, as a, no, I'm not doing that for, for some people. And then, then, then we work on it as a skill or habit. And then it becomes, hopefully, a trait as a natural expression of who you are. So being righteous doesn't bring you peace of mind. So if you're not willing to admit that you were wrong or you made a mistake, you're basically being righteous. Well, you could also be being arrogant, but uh, holding a grudge, that's also sometimes inherent in not being able to admit you were wrong or you made a mistake. That doesn't give you peace of mind in any way, shape, or form. And some people, I'm, I've worked with enough people, I've got the, the scope of, of humanity here. There are some people who will never admit that they were wrong or made a mistake. And that's, that's emotionally not freeing. It doesn't give you peace of mind. It, it actually does some uh, damage internally. So it's very freeing and helpful to be able to admit you made a mistake or you were wrong. Number nine, being authentic and real. And I have this listed as a trait, a skill, or a habit. Because, listen, trying to be perfect <clears throat> is not going to give you peace of mind. Perfectionism leaves you exhausted and probably extremely frustrated. And trying to pretend that things are okay if they're not absolutely does not give you peace of mind. Trying to be concerned about superficial things, that doesn't give you peace of mind either. You want to be able to be real with people and real in life because that is going to give you peace of mind. You know, being re your real and authentic self is phenomenal. It's very freeing, you know, and it's a skill or a habit or a practice that you can grow. Number 10, having enough <coughs> friends, <coughs> friends are good friends. I have this listed as a skill or practice. Unfortunately, we live in a world where things have changed enough over the last 20, 30 plus years where you know, the nuclear family doesn't exist the way it used to, and lots of things have changed. Many, 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 the majority of people either don't have enough friends, or they don't have enough really good friends, or they've recognized, hmm, they're really not that nice to me. So this is a skill that will really help you, because why? Because having enough people who have your back and having enough people who love you and having enough people that you can count on in life gives you an incredible amount of peace of mind. And it does a lot of other really good things, but this podcast is about peace of mind. So I'm trying to stick to the topic here, but it's also going to help you be well loved. And if you haven't listened to my first podcast, I, I don't, I'm a, I'm a big fan of not paying, playing favorites, but it, it could be one of my favorite. It's probably one of my favorite podcast because I think that's what's missing in the world and for so many people is they don't feel well loved. So I want everybody feeling well loved and having enough good friends or and friends that only the good kind people get away from bad people will really help you have peace of mind. Next up number 11 is being grateful. 
I have this listed as a trait or a skill. Now, I am extremely also well aware that it's very difficult for some people or many people to be grateful. And in particular, we're in a pandemic, so gratitude is not ruling the day. And gratitude is one of those things, though. It's a muscle that you can build. It's a skill you can grow until gratitude is a natural expression of who you are as a person. And as a matter of fact, when you have gratitude as a and being grateful kind of as a way of, of regular practice or regular habit or, or as a way of who you are, you know, it gives you incredible peace of mind. So the next thing, uh, number 12, is having curiosity or wonder about people, places, things, and I have this listed as a trait or a skill. Now, having curiosity or wonder about people, places, things, and so on, actually means that you've given up being a know-it-all. And you've given up, you know, quite a few things so that you can be curious and you can kind of have a wonder about life and be able to say, oh, I didn't know that. Or, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't even know that was a thing or what have you. You know, it's the it's the opposite of being a know-it-all, and it's really freeing, and it will give you peace of mind. And by the way, having this curiosity or wonder about life can be a byproduct of growth and development, and it is definitely a sign of high emotional intelligence. So you want a peace of mind, there's another way to have it. Number 13, helping others or volunteering, and that's a habit or a trait. So helping others can include friends, family, coworkers, anyone that you know. And that brings peace of mind because it's a reminder that we're all part of humanity. And helping others will not only give you peace of mind, it reminds you that you're not alone. It reminds others they're not alone. And this is also a trait, a practice that people who have high emotional intelligence engage in on a regular basis because they know how to use their emotions and this is a, a great way to have peace of mind. Number 14, cleaning up any messes you've made by and saying I'm sorry. So that's a, a skill and a habit. So it takes character and integrity to say, wow, I really made a mess of things. Um, can we talk about how I can get this cleaned up? Or, you know, wow, I've I sorry I did X, Y, or Z. I'm I realize it's a big mess, so let's figure out how I can, you know, get this train back on the tracks. You know, cleaning up any messes you make is is a huge way to get peace of mind. And, you know, you want to be a person of character and integrity. And part of being able to do this recognizes that you don't have to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. You know, people try to pretend they're perfect. It's all pretense. So clean up any messes. Number 15, growth and development or self-improvement. That's a habit or a practice, a skill, and a trait. So growth and development or self-improvement provides peace of mind because it is part of the design of being human. We're not designed to stay stagnant. We're designed to grow and develop because you're either growing and developing or you're shrinking. We don't want you shrinking. We want you growing and developing. We want you flourishing. And it gives you peace of mind because 
Growth and development or self-improvement is an access to love. It's an access to freedom, to power, to having all the good stuff in life. It really is. And that's what all of my content is about, growth and development. Number 16, expressing acknowledgement. This is either a habit or, or a trait. I mean, it starts out as a habit. <laughs> then it becomes a natural. If, if you allow expressing acknowledgement to be like part of who you are then it actually becomes a trait and this is like one of my favorite things so spoken or written acknowledgement brings authenticity it brings realness and it brings gratitude to not only you who are acknowledging someone but also to the other party it is like an amazing thing to have peace of mind because you've acknowledged someone and quite frankly it's fun. Like I'm a fan of fun and acknowledging people is just what I do and I love it. And it not only feels good, it just gives me peace of mind that I've acknowledged someone or thank them. It's just an amazing, amazing thing. And it's a, and it's a little easy thing to have peace of mind. Number 17, using the self-fulfilling prophecy all the time. Now this is a habit, skill, or a trait. If you're new to my podcast, all of my material probably references the self-fulfilling prophecy because if you're not using the self-fulfilling prophecy, you are in effect shooting yourself in the foot and using the self-defeating prophecy. So with the self-fulfilling prophecy, you're creating this amazing future for yourself. Now that could be in the form of you're going to get this great job or you're going to, you know, uh, you know, buy something or do something or have somebody come into your life or whatever. And then your actions are going to line up with that. And actually then your positive dream or your positive vision or this thing that you want to do or have comes into your life because your actions actually line up with it. And this gives you peace of mind because it also puts you in control. You know, the, the thing about a pandemic is we've lost control of so many things. Although you have control, more control than you think of, so you might want to listen to some of my other podcasts, especially the one about fear and being afraid. But use the self-fulfilling prophecy and that's going to give you peace of mind because you know what you're committed to and you understand once you understand which I just basically explained your actions are going to be in alignment with what good things that you're bringing into your life so that's another great way to have peace of mind number 18 having faith in God or higher power that's either a belief or a trait so with Jesus and God you have peace of mind because there's the commitment that you will be saved and with Jesus and God you have peace of mind because there is the promise of eternal life. Now, while having faith in God or a higher power is a belief, if you really adopt the belief internally to a high degree, then it can become a trait where it's a distinguishing quality or characteristic of who you are. And that can give you great peace of mind. Number 19, using your time well or efficiently. This is a skill, habit, or trait. So here's what I know about this. Well, I know a lot about time management, but here's what I know about people. When people don't use their time well or they waste their time, they don't feel good. It doesn't give them peace of mind. Why? Because they know that they're wasting their time or not using their time well. So you want to have peace of mind. Another way to have peace of mind is to start using your time more efficiently 
and, you know, not waste so much of it. This is an area you can grow and develop. I've written about time management on my on my website. I have a couple short YouTube videos and I have an upcoming podcast on this topic as well. But it's an easy way to have peace of mind. Just use your time a little bit better. Number 20, belief in the goodness of people and humanity. This is a belief and it could also be a trait. So the belief that people are bad leaves you distrustful and feeling bad. It doesn't doesn't leave you feeling good. The belief that people are good and humanity is good and is worth saving gives you hope and something to fight for and peace of mind. So if you have trust issues, people with trust issues cannot, by the way, get behind this idea. Now, if you have trust issues, I have a podcast about vulnerability and trust, which I would highly recommend because if you have trust issues, you're not going to be able to let love in. You're going to have troubles in life if you have trust issues. And by the way, trust issues are also mega common. Just They're so common, it's ridiculous. So you might want to get to work on that because that's an easy way to have peace of mind is to have the belief that people are good and, and humanity is good. Next up, number 21, be thoughtful and kind. I have this listed as a habit or trait because being mean or rude is not going to give you peace of mind. But being thoughtful and kind does give you peace of mind. Now, when you don't feel good about yourself as a person, this can be a challenge. And unfortunately, we have a lot of people who have low self-esteem or they are self-loathing. So it's more difficult for them to be thoughtful and kind because they don't feel good about themselves. So if you're not able to be thoughtful and kind as a regular way of life, then it might be a signal that it's time for you to get to work on yourself. Number 22, don't gossip. That's a habit. Gossip erodes your peace of mind, so don't do it. Plus, no one likes a gossip. Nobody wants to be friends with a gossip. Okay, if you have two gossipers, they would make ideal friends, but nobody else really wants to be friends with a gossiper because we know the minute we leave, you're going to gossip about us. Next up, and so peace of mind, don't gossip. That'll give you peace of mind. Number 23, don't compare yourself to others. That's a skill or a habit. So comparing yourself to others rips or kills you off your spirit. It's just really bad for your soul. It's the opposite of peace. You know, you do you, you let other people do them, and, and have peace with that because that's what's going to give you peace of mind. You know, it's just comparing yourself to others is never going to give you peace of mind. And it's a sign that you need to grow your emotional abilities. And it's a sign that you might need more things going on in your life. Number 24, stop caring about what people say about you and what people think about you. This is a habit or a skill. This is this thing about you caring what other people are saying about you or thinking about you rips at the threads of your peace of mind. Why? Because if you're busy living your life and you're being a person of character and integrity and you're doing the right thing and you're giving life your best, why would you care about what other people are thinking or saying? Because hopefully you're living this amazing life so they're going to think or say whatever they think or say. And be, having self-awareness is really, really 
going to help you not get hung up on this because people get hung up on this and it's and it just is the opposite of having peace of mind. Number 25. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> own your worst qualities and I mean own them. This is a trait, a skill, and a process. So when you own your worst qualities, I'm going to give you an example in a minute, you will have some peace, peace of mind. Maybe not right away because this is a process. So uh, I've said this in another podcast and I'll say it again. Not that I'm proud of it. Okay, I'm not proud of this. But I do appreciate myself and part of appreciating myself is that not only am I not perfect, like I have some things that are not so great. So my worst qualities that I own is that I can be a know-it-all, I can be righteous, opinionated, judgmental, and arrogant. I know, it's so bad. But here's the thing, guess what? The more you own your worst qualities, and I don't mean like walk around with the badge of honor, oh, I'm a know-it-all, or you know, but to really let in like, oh, wow, I can really be those things, and yeah, I'm not like wild about that. You know, that you can accept that part of yourself as an imperfection and as a part of who you are, and you really go through the process of, of self-acceptance and accepting that, then my assertion is, or at least this is what happened with me, is that they don't show up very much. My worst qualities hardly ever show up. They show up on occasion, but not that often. And what I can tell you is, once you've owned your worst qualities, guess what? People can't use them against you because you, you're self-aware and you own them. So if someone says, well, you know, you're just being really, um, you know, judgmental, I go, oh, yeah, because sometimes I am judgmental. Hmm, good call. I, by the way, I love it when people call me on my stuff. I have no issue with that. It's actually kind of fun. Um, but this is going to bring you a, a, a huge and extraordinary amount of peace of mind because this is the part of ourselves that sometimes people don't want to really look at and I'm telling you just get in the road for personal growth and development here at the love life channel because there's really nothing horrible now if you've been doing really bad stuff you really need to clean up your life and knock it off but that's not the majority of people who listen to my podcast or out in life so own your worst qualities, really own them, and go through the process, and that will give you a life lifetime of, of peace of mind. Number 26, celebrate other people's successes, milestones, and achievements. Now, that's a habit. Could also be, yeah, I guess it's really pretty much a habit, although it's like one of my traits now. So first of all, this is wildly fun. <laughs> of course, you know I'm a fan of fun. First and foremost, it's fun. Secondly, this is like, in my opinion, this is how humanity was meant to be, where we're cheering each other on and we're celebrating the good stuff that happens in other people's lives. Like, why not? I have to tell you, it's very sad to me on social media how someone will post something that's, you know, it's 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 a cheer-worthy moment. It's a, it's a milestone or it's a success and and like hardly anybody says anything. Of course, I'm on there going, congratulations, I'm happy for you, or what have you. And like hardly anybody says anything. And I just want to like shake people sometimes. So this is going to give you peace of mind. You want to be the kind of person who's not envious and not jealous. You want to work on yourself so that you are going to be the one championing, champion, being the champion of 
celebrating other people's successes and their milestones and their habits. And it's not what people, most people do. It's, it's just not like how we live life. So next is, number 27 is complete something. So this is a process, a habit, and a skill. And we don't walk around in life talking about completing things. Like it's a topic like many topics that I talk about, we don't talk about. But when you complete something, it could be a project, it could be um, a job, it could be a relationship, it, you know, you can complete lots of things. I, I Back in my Thrive in 2021, Not Just Survive podcast, I talk about completing the year 2020. And I walk you know, through the process of getting complete with the year. So... Getting complete will give you energy, and it will give you power, and it's really important because the other thing that comes along with completing things is it gives you peace of mind. Think about when you've finished a project, of course you feel satisfied, and you might be proud, you might have you know a number of different emotions, you might be relieved, but completing things gives you peace of mind. It's, it's a relatively easy way to boost your peace of mind. And, you know, sometimes you start things and then you realize, oh, I'm just not going to finish this. So then you might want to go through the completion process. Like I started this, I don't know, cross-stitch baby blanket something, you know, years ago. And then I, I didn't get very far and I realized, you know, this, I don't, I'm not wild about this. It's not lighting me up. I'm not inspired. I'm going to give this to somebody who will complete it and can use it as a gift. And I gave it away and then it was complete. And I was happy and they were happy. So, you know, if you can't finish something or you're not going to finish something, get complete with it and make arrangements. You know, that I'm not saying when I say complete something, you have to complete everything you start. No, you don't. But you can go through the process and that will give you quite a bit of peace of mind. Number 28, learn to really like yourself. I talked about this earlier. This is a process that then becomes a trait, hopefully. So I'm not talking about you know, liking yourself or loving yourself in a narcissistic or hubris filled way. I'm not talking about that kind of liking yourself. I'm talking about generally appreciating yourself, like your good traits and your skills and abilities and your imperfections, the things that you might not want everybody to see, but are also a part of you. And, you know, if you're trying to get away from yourself, now this is something that I learned about a long time ago when I got some mail from somebody I knew that said, you know, I'm, I'm halfway around the world trying to escape myself and here I am. And I was like, hmm, why would you want to escape yourself? And people try to do that. Now be with yourself. Learn to appreciate yourself. And my all my content's going to help you with that because the other issue is, you want to be well-loved in life, happy and healthy, and if you have low self-esteem or you're self-loathing, it is time to deal with that because people don't like it. And the reason people don't like it when you have really low self-esteem or you're self-loathing is because it's painful. It's painful to hear. It's painful to watch. It's just painful, and it's not going to help you get friends. So you want to learn to really like yourself, appreciate yourself, and... That will give you peace of mind. Number 29, clean up and organize your living space, your environment, or wh wherever you spend time. That's a habit, a skill, and a process. 
So if you want to start feeling better and have peace of mind, start getting your stuff cleaned up. It's like amazing. It's like really amazing. It will help you feel better. It will definitely give you energy and you're going to get peace of mind. And, and these are things you could just do all the time. And number 30, journal until you arrive at peace of mind. This is a habit or process. So here's the thing. So most people aren't good with their emotions. They don't have high emotional intelligence and journaling can help you a, you know, start getting your emotions out and on paper. It can help you kind of sort things out and it can help you arrive at peace of mind, even though maybe things aren't settled or complete. It doesn't have to be done on a daily basis. And I'm not even telling you you need to journal. I'm just telling you this is another way to um, have peace of mind and and it's really to me a good way as people are starting to grow and develop their emotions is to be you know journaling so those are 30 ways that you can bring peace of mind into your life at any given time they are more or less ways of living life maybe not how you've been living life but they are a way you could live life <laughs> they are the way I live life by the way I mean that's what I do and um, in conclusion, there's I just covered 30, 30 ways to have peace of mind. And, and I do these things. Why? Because I like being happy. I like being peaceful. I like having energy. I like, I like, you know, lots of things. But I don't like feeling depressed. I don't like anxiety. I don't like the negative emotions. I guess I'm fully capable of dealing with them, but I like being happy and, and I really love peace of mind. It's great. Takeaway number two, much of what I've covered may not be how you live life, but it's a possible way you could live life. I mean, you could. It's really up to you whether you want to adopt some changes so that you're happier, healthier, and have peace of mind. And the last takeaway is you really have a lot more control over your peace of mind than you think. It's maybe not what you're used to because these are not things that you do, but you have more control over your peace of mind than you think. So as far as call to action, I'm asking you to get in action because peace of mind is phenomenal. You want peace of mind. Who doesn't want peace of mind? No, I want my mind to be all upset all the time. No, you don't. You want peace of mind. So it's time for actions. It's time for change. And I highly always recommend that you take someone on the ride with you because that's going to help you and be more fun. And lastly, people are suffering. People are suffering in extraordinary numbers more than ever in, in my lifetime. So if this podcast was helpful to you in any way, please share it with someone because that's a way you can make a difference and you don't know what kind of difference it might make to them unless you share it. So that's it. That's a wrap. Thanks a bunch. And I hope you have lots of peace. I'm Lisa Lundy saying thank you for listening to my Love Life podcast, episode number 25, Top 30 Ways to Have Peace of Mind. I hope you're going to get going and take some action so that you can have peace of mind on a daily basis even though life is very difficult right now. If you enjoyed this podcast, I hope you're going to subscribe and you can connect with me at my website at www.lisaalundy.com 
to win cool prizes, including my new book, I Love You, I Want You to Have a Great Life, I Care About You, Thank You, and Take Care for Now.